And we're back with another episode of MHV's Off the Trail. My name is Mary Claire Cranston, your host. And today I'm joined by Caroline Falk, the marketing specialist here at MHV. Hello, Caroline. Hi, thank you for having me. We are super excited to have you on today because we are talking about kind of a website first aid crash course. Um, A lot of people are paying a lot more attention to their websites now, a lot of business owners, uh, because so many people are converting to online shopping and and online browsing and that, that type of thing. So we're super excited to have you on today to share your expertise. Right. Yeah. It's, your website is your digital storefront. You know, you have your shops and everything physical. This is your digital. So that's why it's just, it's more important than ever. Right, right. And I think, you know, I think people understand that it is important, but where I think people sometimes get lost is once you have your website out there, you can't just kind of let it be forever. You need to get in there and do some updating, some tweaking. So let's talk about that. Why is it so important to update your website? Right. It's super important. You know, just about two, three years ago, we were in that mindset of redesigning your site or developing a site and, you know, not touching it for three to four years. Right. We can't do that anymore. Like customers expect your website to be updated with the most relevant content. They expect you to like change to their behaviors or mm-hmm. needs and wants. And so touching it for three to four years, it, that can't be done anymore. We need to constantly be looking at it, mm-hmm. making sure it's accurate, but also refreshing it and making sure it's driving conversions. Right, right. So how often, you know, you said constantly look at it, but how often do I need to go in and actually make updates to my website? Right. I would say, you know, there's two different parts to it. You know, one side of it, looking at it every, you know, two to three weeks, looking Mm -hmm. at your whole homepage, and then also making sure, you know, your hours, your products, that information is accurate. Because the last thing you want is it to be inaccurate or mm-hmm. something to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, that's one step, you know, every two to three weeks, just, you know, checking in on those important areas. So another area you guys should be checking is your website on different devices and browsers. Devices and browsers, they're making updates all the time. So if something looks fine right now on mobile, it could not look good in, you know, maybe a month or two from now. So you want to constantly be checking, are all the buttons looking right? Is the copy getting cut off or is it centered? Um, you want to be checking that all the time. And you can easily do that with your every two to three week check. But the other side of it is, you know, developing a plan to analyze your best performing pages, your least performing pages, and be doing that monthly to constantly be optimizing it, updating it, and and just getting feedback and making it have more value. Mm-hmm. So making a plan, you know, going to Google Analytics and then developing a plan, whether it's you or someone in your um, staff, to be analyzing it and making those updates every month mm-hmm. is very important. So you mentioned Google Analytics, and I think for a lot of 
business owners, you know, if they're managing their own website and they log into Google Analytics, it's kind of like a freak out moment um, because there's so much to look at there. Do you have any suggestions on how like resources or places people could go to kind of get some training on how to use Google Analytics? Yeah, it's a powerful tool and there's a lot in there to dive into and it's all very exciting actually. <laughs> uh, Google itself, they have tons of resources um, to better understand what you should be looking at, what this stuff kind of means. So I would definitely start there. Um, for me, big areas to look at is um, your page traffic, seeing what mm. pages have the most traffic, what has the least traffic and, you know, start... Um, narrowing your effort to those pages that are getting the most traffic because that's where everyone's going. So you want that to be in tip-top shape. Another area to look at is how you're acquiring your customers to your website. So looking at that acquisition tab and mm. seeing, you know, is it all organic or are they coming from ads? If they're coming from ads, maybe they're more in the purchase phase. So you want to create a, a page just for that those ads that's tailored to that specific phase because they've done their research maybe and they've, you know, they're all ready to go. So knowing where they came can tell you a lot and you can start to narrow in your efforts that way as well. So is that, you know, is that where someone should focus their first efforts is looking at that traffic and that acquisition? You know, if I'm coming in, I'm like, okay, I am, I'm going to go in, I'm going to update my website. Where do I start? Right. So, like I said, they, Google has a lot of um, resources, so start there, get in there, and see what those top-performing pages are with the most traffic. You may want to even look at the ones that have a high bounce rate, so that means people are coming there, and then they're jumping right off. So you mm. want to know why they're doing that. What can you, what improvements can you make to that page that has that high bounce rate? So start there with the high traffic, the bounce, where they're coming from, and then the next step would be to get some user testing done. So there's websites out there that can, you know, initiate user testing for you. Or it could be as simple as asking a few of your customers that come in or recently purchased online to answer some questions and record their thoughts of how they get to that, you know, spot on the website. Or maybe they're looking for something that's not there. So hearing that feedback Mm -hmm. And their train of thought of how to answer those questions is very beneficial. So even if it's in person or online, Try My UI is a good website. And it, it gives you so much value that you can then optimize those pages and make sure you're driving conversions because that is just so important with your website. Right. So when you say user testing, that's literally just people going in and using the site and letting you know if it works for them. Right. So, so someone's going to your website, but they're speaking it out loud, what they're thinking, what they're saying. Gotcha. And you're able to, um, if you use like Try My UI, for example, mm -hmm. you can watch the video and hear it all, what they're doing, where they're going. And um, it just gains so much insight of your customer's needs and wants and how that page is you know, flowing, or maybe it's not working well, and then that's a great area to start improving. So that's a that's a good place for people to start then, right? Get get in, figure out what pages are working, what pages are not working, where you're getting your, your site visitors from. 
Um, what are some other kind of on-page tweaks that people can and should be making on their website? Some on-page tweaks they, you know, can be making is just looking at it. So where's your call to action? Like that's what's driving conversion. So is it all the way at the bottom of the page? Maybe people aren't even getting that far. So having your call to action right top center and then, you know, nurturing them down the page with more content if they want to continue down the page. So making sure it's clear of what you want them to do, what that button is very clear, maybe it's bright and all that mm. great, you know, UX stuff. Um, and just making sure that experience is just easy and can get them to that conversion point. That makes sense. Um, so I go in, you know, I'm going to have this whole plan. I go in, I use Google Analytics, I, I make my on-page tweaks. How do I stay on top of it to make sure I'm not, you know, kind of getting really far behind again? Right. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's why you're going to have that plan of tackling it once a month and, you know, looking, making sure everything's accurate every two to three weeks. So just keeping it top of mind, because I know it's hard, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, you know, right now it's, you know, right here in the retail shop, it's right here, but the website's out of sight, out of mind, but maybe it's dedicating someone to be that, you know, that lead of making sure we're going in, we're checking it and we're making those updates and having that plan of once a month mm-hmm. looking at those pages that need help or those pages that are great and knowing why mm-hmm. they're great um, will help a lot to stay on top of it. So when you look at, at websites, you know, especially websites for small businesses, are there some, you know, kind of um, consistently incorrect things that, small business owners may be doing, you know, especially those who are building their own sites, right? They're using a a platform like Squarespace or WordPress or something like that. You know, do you see any common mistakes people are making that they could fix in these updates? Right. So it's, it's making sure it's everything's accessible. So your product pages are accessible or your menu. Like Mm -hmm. people want to see menus ever since COVID happened. That's where people are going to, you know, be able to call you up and order. So making sure your menu is there. And then maybe if you're, you know, also a restaurant, having that checkout easily accessible and Mm -hmm. the header, um, there's just a lot of um, things you can do to make sure things are accessible in terms of your product and your like menus and services. Right. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, <laughs> using the, the restaurant websites, particularly during the pandemic, because there was one night and you know what, the menu was very easy to find on this restaurant's website, but their phone number was nowhere. There was no exactly. phone number on the website. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's, that's what's so important is to make sure your information is accurate Mm because people for me it's so much easier to google a website than to actually like type in that url so people are going to google to type in your business to get there and so then when they get there and then they can't even find your phone number or your address or your menu 
it creates a lot of friction. So Mm -hmm. the whole, you know, I can't stress it enough is making this user experience as easy as possible and removing those friction points. Right, right. A big area is your site speed. So having a site that is slowed and that won't load, is going to be very frustrating for customers and it's going to be a major friction point. So you want to be checking your site speed. You can like Google, what's my site speed? And you get a ton of different um, results that you can easily click and see what it is. So trying to improve it is the next step, knowing what it is, if it's bad. Um, an easy fix could be to ensure your images on your website are compressed. What I mean by that is having those images be small in file size. And again, there's websites that can help you compress them or um, when, however you're saving it, you can save it to be smaller in size. So even going through your whole site and making sure all those images are compressed could greatly increase your site speed and overall remove that friction from customers. That all makes a lot of sense. Do you have any other additional tips or suggestions for folks? I think another area is to keep in mind, like I just said with Google, everyone's going to Google nowadays to, like I just said, to get your URL basically. So keeping your website updated is so important because if it's not updated, what is that saying to Google? And why are they going to rank you Mm. higher if you're not touching your website for two to three years? Right. They like to see that your content is constantly being refreshed and you're driving people to your website and it's all accurate. Um, So just thinking about it from Google's perspective, if someone gets to your it gets to Google and you're not ranked high enough because you're not touching your website and keeping it updated and fresh and the customer experience in mind, that's going to really help you or really, it's going to really hurt you um, get business and all those conversions are going to go away. So you yeah. need it totally updated all the time just for the customer, but also for Google. That's interesting. I bet a lot, I don't think I knew that. I bet a lot of other people didn't know that either. They want to see that that fresh content. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Super important. Thank you so much, Caroline, for coming on today and sharing your insight and your expertise with everybody. I really appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope this provides a lot of value for all of you. Excellent. And thank you for tuning in. As always, if you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover, please feel free to email us at podcast at mhvfcu.com. And we will see you next time when we go off the trail.